2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Lang Up podcast. Solly here. Um, I can't imagine the level of gloating we're about to hear from our, our our man TC, who's here with me.
3: Greatest player of all time.
2: There we go. DJ Pai is here. Hello, happy to be here. Big Randy. Um, I was I would ask him to apologize for for. Trying to call DJ dead or putting him on his deathbed, but I expect some comments in relation to Dustin Johnson. Randy, I'd like to thank you for
0: doing that. I was going to say, I somebody needed to motivate him, so you're welcome, uh, and it's nice to be here this afternoon, and I'm on your left for the folks uh, wondering <laughs> at home. On your left? That's about what I expected. Uh, before we do get going, we
2: saw a lot of Dylan Fratelli this week. Um, if you, They noted on the broadcast, did a great job telling the story of how much distance he has gained. Maybe, if I may say, the the best performance by somebody who gained a lot of distance going into Augusta. Am I right? Undoubtedly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had the 46-inch shaft in his Maverick uh, SZ. So it's Maverick SCN. Uh, he used the X-forged irons, X-forged utility irons, a Chrome Soft uh, X golf ball with the triple track technology, which we saw a lot of. Uh, he They also mentioned a couple other things about his putting. Not about how good or bad he is at it, just that he keeps a a pin in the hole before he hits the putts, which is can't argue with that. It right. was a
3: little jarring to see him like fly the ball into the trees on thirteen, and then it, like it, I mean, it was so far down there, so oh, far, launched. He was a yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, the ball. He used a triple track putter from Odyssey, and Odyssey won the putter count for I believe the twentieth consecutive major. He's wearing Quater shoes as well, made popularized by. <laughs> By the, the very own, our very own Tron Carter, I believe. Um, and again, at the Zozo Championship last month, he uh, was the first time he tried the 46 inch driver with the eight and a half degree head. Since he, he switched to the Sub Zero setup, he added 22 yards in driving distance, going from 291 to 313, four and a half miles an hour club head speed, and 6.3 uh, miles per hour of ball speed. So, how fun is that? Very fun. Exceedingly fun. Yes. Um, where do you guys want to start with Dustin Johnson uh, lighting Augusta National on fire? How many people have two green jackets? That's pretty cool that Dustin, you know, of course... uh,
1: 2017. We talked about 2017. He was obviously going to win that one. Um, We felt like this was kind of a validation of that take, so I would declare him two-time Masters Champion. Is that how
0: you guys feel feel as well? Maybe one and a half times? I think that's fair. I I think, you know, (laughs) TCA, I told you... For sure, I'm ready to recognize two green jackets, but I think we need to put a little bit of an asterisk on the scoring record for this I year. I think
3: DJ was the one that he kind of, kind of. Uh, Sorry, can you lift it up a little bit? There you go. I think DJ was the one that kind of intimated that in his post-round thing. He said, "You know, the conditions certainly helped." He was the first one to say it. So, what? It,
2: so many people are saying it was a crowning. Was it? <laughs> was it a crowning?
3: He won by five.
2: (laughs) Absolutely not
1: crowned by the
3: golf course. Let's
2: let's start with, uh, this is kind of a strange place to start, I think, but let's
1: start with the conditions. So when, when people say there should be an asterisk, why was this so different? Let's unpack that a little bit because it's not like Dustin was not, you know, in complete control of his golf ball. And I would like to think that he would have fared similarly if, uh, you know, it was firm and fast or any of that stuff. So what, what do you guys think? Who was led into it? Who was helped by it? Who was hurt by it? Let's, let's start there.
0: I just mean the sheer, just the the uh, the low scores, right? I I think it helped kind of everybody, or it should it had an opportunity to help everybody. In that case, does it help there, anybody? There weren't well, a lot
3: true. of consequences.
0: Right. That, that, the questions asked were very different
2: of this Masters than a lot of previous ones, and so I think it, like a teeny, the smallest, teeniest, tiniest asterisk goes on this one. I would say in that it was obviously the golf course was set up extremely easy or ended up playing extremely easy he broke the scoring record and Cam smith became the first player to shoot 60 60- in the 60s in all four rounds and in the masters history and he didn't win it uh lowest score ever for runner-ups was sung jay and cameron smith like there is something to the fact lowest that,
0: cut i believe
2: yeah there's something to the fact that this golf course played extremely easy and when dustin got the lead there wasn't that bite in the golf course there wasn't like you know, they still had to answer a couple questions coming in, but he, he and he answered them emphatically, but a lot of those golf shots are not nearly as difficult when the ball's going to stop where you landed.
3: I mean, seeing Sungjae get up and down from where he got up and down from on 15 or telly on what was that 17? Like they I mean, I mean, guys were guys were getting it close for some pretty boned spots.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm glad to see, you know, DJ tied for low round of the day today, which I, again, I don't think puts an asterisk on his performance, my 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 point was just like when when we hear about oh my gosh twenty under is a scoring record. I'm always going to think, wow, yeah, I was kind of playing a little soft and easy that week. But I, I I'm not taking anything away from his performance.
3: I think uh, everyone still
2: wants it as bad,
0: right? And it's course. all the best players in the of world course. going for it. So in that regard, like a little bit tongue
2: in cheek when we say asterisk, but at the same time, like this was very different than the Masters.
3: I think down the stretch, seeing him, like, seeing how windy it got, the back nine there, like, and seeing how, I mean, he shot three under on the back, I think. Like, that's, it was impressive to see him coming down the stretch, and he played best when it was toughest, too.
1: His back nine today felt a lot like his round yesterday also, where it was just like, yep, he needed to hit that shot, and then he did it. No, he needed it, you know, he laid up in the perfect spot and hit a wedge to the perfect spot, and, and, you know, made some of the putts, didn't make some of the putts, but it was never in question after Really, as late as maybe the shot on 12, you know, he hits that green on 12. It's like, okay, this is, yeah. this is I truly for felt sure like over.
3: Once he got through seven, it was, you know, because he, like, you know, he's going to at worst make par on eight. He's going to have a look at birdie on nine. Um,
2: Ten off the downslope, mud ball from two fifteen. That was a, crazy, that was an crazy unbelievable shot. shot. Dudes were making bogeys coming through that one. It was organic. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Like that's where it started to go wrong for Speeth. Speeth in twenty sixteen, bogey ten, bogeyed eleven. <laughs> I thought you meant this year. No, I think like, ah, that was Thursday. Uh, and even, then had to stand over that shot on twelve, and your his mind had to be racing. So you had to get through that gamut, and once he was through that, it was over.
3: But even then, though, like I still think it's it's not like the when the greens don't have a bunch of fire in them. You can chip it relatively close as long as you punch out yeah. or you know play to the middle of the green and two putt. Like worst you're gonna make is is bogey. I think right?
1: what's what's interesting about the conditions is it allowed Dustin to showcase you know how good he was. He was never gonna lose it. Like like you're saying, it also allowed not to take anything away from these guys, but a lot of either first timers or smaller names quote unquote to get up there. And I think Tron like. If those guys had the four shot lead going in the back nine, like we might have seen a little more fire from the golf course, you know, like see uh, the cat's twelfth hole or or stuff like that. I mean, it was it was out there to lose if you wanted to. I think we don't, and I don't think anybody is, but we don't want to take anything away from what Dustin did because he fucking slammed the door really
0: really hard. And that's why you know it was not a crowning. We we will be the first ones to let you know when there was a (laughs) crowning. But did anybody get crowned? Well, I was just going to say for Dustin in particular. I mean, Cam Smith shot sixty nine, and M shot a sixty nine. You know, it's not like those guys just totally Troubled vacated up. it yeah. and, and went away. Um, you know, I yeah, as far as did anybody get crowned? That's an interesting. Uh, we, we can explore that later on, but
3: okay. explore that space. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I had a, I couldn't help the feeling of being upset with DJ as this was coming to conclusion of like, like like why doesn't this happen all the time like come on man like this we, we know you we know you have this talent we've seen you do it in so many tournaments not just like small PGA Tour events like he go through his list of wins it is it is deep it is complex big, it is big game hunter yes That's what I was
3: trying I got so frustrated with you guys last night when you're like man like you look at all these times that I'm like alright cool there's been how many times that he's, that he's spit the bit I wouldn't say Harding Park was one of them I would say um, pebble certainly he didn't have it that day though whistling straights some weird fluky shit happened down the stretch there but but otherwise it's like i don't think he's been in enough of these spots to where it was a norman situation or something not a like norman
2: that. situation but enough of these that he could he should have slammed the door on more majors to this point like a hundred percent he could have slammed the door at hardy park he had a lead i, I think i
3: also shot 64 right
2: but it was out there to be taken on that day similar I, to today. This,
0: this was a tipping point. Yes, I, DJ yes said, exactly. sorry, I'll let you explain it, but I thought that was absolutely what today was. Yeah, we
1: were talking earlier this morning and and he it's weird when you you kind of know you're living through a moment like this and who you never really know if it's recency bias or if you're putting too much emphasis on it, but that's totally how I felt this morning which was if he slams the door on this one, like I think he banishes all those demons you're talking about not banishes but you know what i mean he the the good is outweighing the bad at yes. this point whereas dude if he would have had a historical blow up today like he would have been our our generation's norman if like, he blows a four up, shot
0: lead yeah final round of masters it's all of a sudden like dude we got to talk about this guy
1: but to your point john i do think like next time he's in this situation i think there's a lot less like oh i don't know remember, Cause, member member chambers it's, bay member member pebble beach and like
3: like going back to Chambers Bay, like I don't think even that one, like I have a hard time pinning that. Like, yeah, he hit a bad putt on the 72nd hole, right?
1: Three, three putts. I think fun. it's just <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> on, on weird ass green. Yeah. You know? I an think
1: it's insane
2: uh, shot in there. Nobody talks about yeah. that. <laughs> hit it like eight feet. I think it just goes to like, I mean, Norman had his fair share of stuff that he did nothing wrong and he didn't like Bob Tway holding out Larry Mize chipping in. Like it's just a a accumulation of heartbreak that is like, all right, wait at the end of this career, we should see this stack of this many majors and we might still get there. Like today was a big sign of like, maybe he is going to end this in his career with four or five of these things. And I hope that he does anything less than that. I think would be a bit of a disappointment and a, a bit of a, um, just not representative of the talent level of this guy. I mean, the way he plays it, I tried to piece this together on Twitter afterwards, was like, that formula is almost damn flawless. Like, a very long hitter with a five-yard fade that doesn't miss left, that is solid with his wedges and has a complete all-around short game. Like, whoa, that... It, this should be more than the second one because that plays yeah. well anywhere. Yeah, no doubt.
3: And he plays so he plays such a disciplined game. hundred percent. He gets near enough credit for that. And that's what 100%. I think we
1: saw a lot of this week too. Was yeah. it wasn't? Uh, I'm trying to think of a, a good example of somebody who really, when they have it going, is just unconscious and like kind of bludging it to death. Like that's not what this was. This was. We said it on the live show last night. Like it, it felt like watching the cat to an extent right where it's just like all right here's my spot to strike cool i'm gonna make birdie here here's my spot to just not here's a bunch of holes where i'm just gonna not do something stupid
3: whereas when i feel like i'm watching jt when he's super hot like like, or rory it's like jt or rory like those guys need like a heat check and they're (laughs) they're gonna keep going right at (laughs) timeout. yeah but like but like dj is gonna he's he's playing within himself and he's not trying to tempt fate like whereas like I feel like Sungjae shot into 11 <laughs> today. Like that's a shot that like I could see Rory or JT yeah. hitting down the
0: stretch. <laughs> yeah. So um, let me ask you this: Given all that, how the hell four months ago did he shoot 80-80? Like I he I had something going on. It has to be injury. We also yeah. first COVID survivor to win yeah. a major that we True. know of. That we know of. That's yeah. that's absolutely right.
2: Um, um, I interesting little note here is that, um, Dustin Johnson now 24 career PGA Tour wins, two majors. Johnny Miller, 25 career PGA Tour wins, two majors. Here I I, I don't think in, DJ's done. In in,
3: I was going to say and <laughs> DJ doesn't have the yips and he's playing against a lot lot more depth.
2: You know what's interesting
1: about DJ is and maybe it's just cuz I keep thinking all day about how some Jay's 22 years old. DJ's 36. And I feel like we see this a little bit with like Adam Scott, Justin Rose, some of these guys who who have kind of like peaked at this mid thirties range, and you you start to you start to fool yourself into like oh my god this is going to go on for another six seven eight years, and it kind of just doesn't. And I don't know how, what your guys's outlook is on on DJ from that regard. Like he's not young anymore. He's not like he's not like the the young gun, even though he kind of feels like it.
3: He's got a long, lithe swing though. Yeah, like I think he's gonna he's gonna age gracefully. I would
2: say this is a total, without looking at swing numbers, obviously I'm not a swing coach, blah, 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 all that stuff. I would say that 98% of his driver swings are within like one and a half miles an hour. They like look the very tempo, similar. Like yeah. it, he is not you know, trying to dial anything up with the driver. He has just found a stock shot that he is incredibly, incredibly comfortable with. And I see no reason he can't do that for five to six years. It doesn't – I mean, this isn't Bryson. Like, he's not trying to time something up. He's not, like, trying to find something. This is a very repeatable thing that was in – like, it was a clinic with that thing this week. No
1: doubt. And that's what I think is just kind of hard to square is, you know, it's – when you watch him this week and really, like, the last, I don't know, eight months, it's like, dude, he's the – by so far and away the best player in the world – and this just feels like it's gonna last another ten years
0: and a lot of times like it doesn't. So right. it's it's a little bit of a weird thing to square. We see, c- we could be entering a you know, kind of DJ Bryson era where if those are the two top dogs we see we see some battles. Which I mean would be pretty cool. I'm bummed we didn't get to see a battle this I, week. I'm so mad about I'm even more mad about Wingfoot now. Like he yeah. was supposed
2: to win Wingfoot. That was a great setup for him to do, and he did not.
1: I just I felt like after thirty six holes, you had Rom, JT, you had some horsepower up there, and, and a lot of that was Dustin slamming the door, but a lot of it wasn't. Those guys were fucking disappointing too. Some,
0: I just some going, of those guys continue to be yeah. a little disappointed.
3: Going back to DJ, I, I love the emotion post round. Think he gets, that was, uh, he gets so much shit all the time for oh you know Dustin's an idiot or Dustin doesn't care he doesn't try hard like no like I I, I continue to be on this block I think Dustin's like a genius he's not a he's not a like a, a, a brilliant savant. books yeah he's like he's a savant not a genius. yeah he's he's he is a brilliant brilliant human being he knows how to manage his energy he knows how to manage his bandwidth and focus he has great like spatial awareness like the guy's a, like he's like one in a
2: billion right. <laughs> And he's just either I would say either great at or extremely not great at, depending on how you look at it, at like faking the bullshit. He just has no interest in faking the bullshit. Tell a story of when we when we were hanging out with the Myrtle Beach you're talking about earlier. <laughs> well, we were just <laughs> talking.
1: It's great. <laughs> so when we had him on the podcast, we went down to his, uh, or I guess up to his junior event in Myrtle Beach, and we're all there was like a little <laughs> dinner gala. I don't not gala, kind of whatever a dinner thing afterwards that we all went to and. We we're all kind of standing around the bar, and he. I, this is going to come off as him being like dickish. That 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 was the truly, last truly wasn't was. the case. But Metron and Solly were there, and and Dustin, and the four of us are kind of standing around the bar, just just talking. Like you know, he could not have had any less interest in making small talk. But also, like... Wasn't trying to get away. Wasn't trying to get away. Wasn't, like, having a bad time. Like, you can you can really read when somebody's, like, doesn't want to be there, you know? Wasn't on his phone. Wasn't on his phone. Just, like, standing there, and it was just, like, if you guys want to talk, you can ask me something, but, like, I will not be participating <laughs> otherwise.
3: I am totally content standing here in silence yeah. and just and, hanging out and, and having a beer with you guys. And
1: maybe we just, like, drastically read too much into that, but I think all of us walked away as, like, that guy is so... uh in so much control over like what he spends his energy on yes. there is no faking anything and it is just like hey i need to go practice and then he goes and practice and when he's not he's like i need to i need to rest for the next time i'm practicing like that's how it feels like he lives his life and that is a gross I- oversimplification i know he's had kids since then and i'm sure that's a, a massive factor in it as well but it's uh it was
2: it was wild to see like the thought of you know you know these guys here have a a whatever somewhat influential podcast and what i say or do might be forming an opinion on that and that might be getting out in the public couldn't have even registered on his radar like he just could not have it's again the most
3: refreshing thing in the but world but not
2: in a dickish way like we were all just kind of in awe of it like i think we're all like decently good at just whatever small talk with these guys i had nothing it's like so, so like you uh you heading back like tonight or like tomorrow it's like, i was talking yeah. about
3: south carolina football with him and he's like yeah, man, must champ. And, like that was it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you should have hit him with like, well, big golf. Huh? <laughs> yeah. That was that was very <laughs> very. good. Right. He's yeah. just so efficient. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, he, it, it was. Know.
2: Yeah, it was it was bizarre. Before we uh before we get going, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that this was necessarily a uh, a great finish. So I can't kind of lead <laughs> in with speaking of great finishes. Well, I think uh, you just did. I i, I Well, I was, and you disrupted my (laughs) flow there. But uh, you should discover the greatness within Elijah Craig's small batch bourbon. Got a couple DMs from people with pictures of bottles they picked up, like a couple like very pleasantly surprised people on how good the bourbon was, like – Hey, listen, I kind of, man. We vet this shit before we do <laughs> yeah. the ad read. They were like, "I kind of thought you were full of shit, but this stuff is really, really know. good." And we didn't even know that you know some of our whiskey expert friends were super, super into Elijah Craig. And you know why? It's because Elijah Craig Bourbon never settles for less than the best. So every bottle of their award-winning small batch carries a signature warm spice and subtle smoke flavor. Uh, Listen, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've been hitting it hard the last three nights on the live (laughs) show, and I am not drinking it right now. Uh, You would have seen that. I'd like it uh, on the rocks, as I I think most of us do. So you could be watching the Masters at home. You could be watching football at home. Enjoy the game with a glass of Elijah Craig, uh, named Best Small Batch Bourbon at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Pick up a bottle today or order online and discover the greatness within. No laying up is brought to you by Elijah Craig Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, Bardstown, Kentucky, 47% alcohol by volume. Elijah Craig reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. I like, another, sorry, Neil, I, didn't make, it, proof, I didn't, didn't make it. I didn't make it. One bet. One breaths.
3: I got. <laughs> The barrel proof yeah, yeah watch
2: out be careful you got to be careful the high octane one <laughs> um,
3: the, <bucks. laughs>
1: the barrel proof has high stopping power uh let me uh, I had a couple pondering a couple questions here flipping through the questions from the people friend of the program anti Faldo mm. uh, an unusual are we all anti Faldo? No, an that's unusually something. thoughtful question not not really even <laughs> snarky from him today but uh, is DJ more likely at this point to win the Grand Slam than Speth The career Grand Slam? Career Grand Slam.
3: So, British.
1: You need to win the British and the PGA, PGA. which the PGA PGA seems like a foregone conclusion. super well for him. Also, I don't have to tell you, Randy, next year we're at Kiowa.
0: Practically a home game for Mm. Dustin. Which I would like to address that later on. (laughs) I I think you would have to say. For sure. I mean, the, the whole bit is, right, recency bias on these podcasts, which is, you know, I think we... Lean into that a little bit. Dustin's but,
3: game is so agnostic for all of these. Like and, like you were saying earlier, like there's no...
0: And Spieth sucks. <laughs> I think I'm like... Uh, I know. I think I've moved into the, the anger stage of grieving. Yes. God, that's well said. That's exactly how I <laughs> felt all week. And that, I think it boiled over. I forget
1: if it was a Friday show or the Thursday show or just... Like the realization where I was just like, God, all my favorite guys fucking stink. <laughs> yeah. No wonder I don't like watching golf right now. Like all the guys I
0: ride for suck right now. Yeah. And so, Spieth is the poster child for that. To answer that, I yeah, I don't know who would. Uh, I'm not, what does Spieth have to win? Remind me. PGA. Remind PGA. the folks listening. Right <laughs> Speeth would have to win the PGA, of course. Uh, a,
1: another frequent poster, Deep Fried Egg, also asked. You can tack Rory onto
0: that question as well.
3: I was gonna say, would you would you put Rory ahead of? He has to I win would, the Masters, DJ? Randy. I would,
0: and others. I, I really uh, think I'm a little bit more bullish on Rory. Yeah.
2: I, it's a meme and a kind of a joke at this point on bending over backwards to find a reason why Rory's going to win one of these things. But I walk away f- encouraged more from this week than I ever have from a, a Masters for Rory. Yeah. I swear. I know that sounds that may sound like ridiculous, but I really, I really do. That was some excellent, excellent golf to finish it. He found it faster, and I honestly think he's going to show up in April with finally like a fuck it
1: attitude. And he was four, he
3: was fourteen under the last three rounds.
1: Yeah. Do you think another Masters in five months helps? Bryson, DJ, or Rory, the most? Rory.
0: I would say Rory. Yeah. Bryson. I think this this now off time will help Bryson the most, so He needs to go get a little bigger. He needs to, to, go, to say it. he needs to games. get a little stronger. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think it's probably going to hurt DJ the most because he's just hot right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. he's been hot
1: for like five months, hasn't
2: he? Yeah. But maybe for the, like three or four. Yeah. I, it, it's not going to hurt DJ. I would just say like, I think it's not a kafka situation. If we had to wait a whole nother year, it, everyone just kind of gets shuffled up more yeah. than they are five months from now. I would think, um, I, I, I think a little more bite in the golf course will help Rory a little bit. I, I don't know. I don't you know. Really? A little bit more compared to DJ. Just, I don't know. I just
1: think DJ plays. So, I mean, that was your point. I think he plays such proper golf that, like firm it
2: up the his the, the firmer are. the better I think for for him but Rory drove it so freaking good this week like that was really encouraging he found an extra gear that seemed like a not quite Bryson level length but more con- definitely more control than Bryson had and I think his his approach play was truly dreadful this but, week but
3: the shit that Rory was doing like on on 13 and 15 oh, yeah. the last two days I'm like what like
2: 16
1: what
3: the fuck dude? <laughs> like 15 but last two days he made par from he made par yesterday from the from the front he, lake he, he made was par raising the, the water level <laughs> today, and and then you know and then he just hits these nonchalant, epic little wedges and and <laughs> I, makes a putt. It's like, dude, like like why are you making this so hard on yourself?
2: I totally look. It looks like to me and this is total you know guessing from what I'm watching on TV that Rory and from what I can tell on Instagram and all that stuff he has been adding speed and his swing looked like more speed and he looked to have a disconnect with his driving and his approach play. And do I think in five months he can kind of bring that closer together and dial that back a little bit more? That's my hope. I mean, the, the driving is what has me in like, if he keeps driving it into that position next spring, there's no way he hits his irons and wedges as poor as he did this week. That'd be my guess.
3: And he's got more perspective.
2: I hadn't even thought about <laughs> how much. He's only going to get more perspective. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about how much perspective would uh, be up there.
1: Kind of rolling a bunch of questions up into one here, but Randy, I was wondering if you could uh, – take us back explain the 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 death call you know we were kind of dancing around and joking a little bit and i guess the natural follow-up would be last major of the year do we want to issue a death Mm. a death notice to any other players
0: that's interesting so uh, a couple years ago or or i guess end of last year uh dj was on my radar for a while but finally at the end of last year made it official i gave him one more year to win a major or i'm declaring him officially dead (laughs) over uh and I, I appreciate you guys reminding me that the Masters this year in November uh, was part of the the four allotted. So, um, you know, hear the good news. He he, <laughs> he he has risen. He has he was didn't there any die? was there any he particular particular
1: treatment mat. or anything that you think he responded really well to?
0: Just you know we we some some trial uh, some really cutting edge trial therapeutics. Um, I think they'll be. You know, you'll hear a lot about him in the coming months, but uh, responded really, really, really well. And and honestly, right now, it's I, I think we're sending him home. We want him to enjoy his family and life. We're and out of the woods. It's just a happy story. Yeah, it's it's very cool. Uh, to the second part of your question, I'm not actually I'm not I'm not declaring anybody on on death watch for 2021. But I got my eye on some people. Okay. So yeah, stay tuned next year. So Rory the only one that's dead to you. Rory is dead. Okay. Yeah. Spieth is Spieth sucks. I kind of think <laughs> Spieth's dead, but I, I also think he kind of reincarnated himself into Colin Morikawa's body, and came Smith today is what it looks like. And to a me. little bit. Of, he's, he kind of his spirit moves into different people. <laughs> it's like ghost. <laughs> yeah. And I and I would like to make clear
2: that like the the Spieth cheering and riding for is not as in I think he's close and it's about to happen. It is a total just like blind. This is going to be fun regardless of what happens. Sure. Okay. I just want to make that clear Oh yeah, that I'm not in any way being like, No, oh, yeah, I mean,
1: the alternative to this is like it turns into I told you so, the podcast, which is what everybody wants to listen
3: no, to. No, I think I'm, I'm going that direction. Speeth will be back at some point. Well,
1: that, uh, sorry, two different questions. But the whole I think journey back is going to I think he's not going to be back, but he's not
0: close.
3: Yeah, he's no, very, very yeah.
1: bad
0: right now. Yes.
3: And, he, and he, needs to, he needs to let Greller spread his wings. <laughs> he needs to give Greller to Rory.
0: Do, do, you think, do you think April 8th, do you think Greller's on the bag for Spieth?
3: That's my birthday. <laughs> <And> I, hope, <laughs> I hope for a birthday present that Greller is, is on the bag for another top ten player in the world. Wow. Whoa. I, just, I think Spieth needs to start fundamentally changing stuff because— I wonder if
1: Spieth should need, go play baseball for a
3: while. <laughs> be sick. Or hoops or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? But like, I think at some point he needs to, he needs to start blowing shit up. <laughs> I it's love it. so
2: weird that he can I, I struggle understanding this. I would almost understand it better if his game fell off the face of the earth rather than just like being mediocre. Yes. You know what I mean?
1: A hundred percent know what you mean. Like he makes birdies still, he goes he on just runs. He went from like a ten to a seven. Yeah. Instead of a ten to like a three. Which like, like the, which was kind of the Duvall thing,
2: I think, right? And I know the gap between like the eightieth ranked player in the world and like the fifth ranked player of the world is not Astronomical, like incrementally getting there is so so difficult, but like it's a kind of a thin line. It's easy to fall from fifth to eightieth, and you know if just a couple things go wrong. But I, I'm just so curious as to how that happens. You know, if he wasn't making any birdies and it was it was you know shooting seventy five, it's we're not in Smiley Kaufman territory. It's not no that not, not even close to that. It's just like how you can fall from the best to just very mediocre despite a ton of talent
1: let's, it's just
3: let's stop talking about speed it, well, make, a, it okay. makes me sad and be like there's so much other okay <laughs> well,
1: the only, only only other thing i want to add max homa had a really good point about this a while ago i forget when he was talking about this but a lot of it too i think is the constant 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 analysis like i wonder how much different spieth's scorecards look than a bazillion other players in the top 100 that we just don't even pay attention to, right? Like I'm sure Ian Poulter goes out and shoots 75 every now and again, and just nobody at all thinks about it. Right. And Spieth is under this microscope. And so he's got a kind of, you know what I mean? Like you can kind of, to your point, Sally, like there's not a huge difference between 80 and five, but it feels a lot, lot, lot bigger when you're constantly like obsessing over every one of his rounds. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I don't know how much of that is rationalization of me trying to pretend it's not as bad as it seems, but I don't think it's, to your point, it's not Smiley Kaufman territory. But we need to
0: very vocally call that out. Yeah. That like he's not shooting eighty five every day. Back to DJ real quick. <laughs> he, um, go ahead sorry, over. he's also won three majors since Rory last won a yes, major. Exactly, wild. I,
3: I think the I, I think the Poulter comp is like Poulter and Spieth might be the same player right now.
1: Are, are they? They're probably similar in the
3: rankings, right? I mean, I think Poulter's 49, ninth, Spieth, eighty, Spieth missed a. Like four out of his last or four of his last seven cuts at this point, but mm. I don't know dark uh, times.
2: I was going to go back on the DJ and we're looking for comps for him, which I think is a challenging thing. And I'm just kind of scrolling up the, the people that are just above him in total PGA Tour wins and comparing that to major wins as well, uh, trying to trying to avoid too many that are you know pre World War II. Lee Trevino had 29 career tour wins, six majors. Gene Littler had 29 wins, one major. And the name that I'm that I'm scrolling up and seeing that I am getting a ton of vibes about VJ, thirty four tour yeah. wins, three majors. That sounds very much like a place that Dustin might end his career with.
0: Yeah, that's a good comp. Yeah, who do you, so? I th- this uh, is kind of a sports talk radio. More, I think I think more could. I don't know. It's the recency bias. We <laughs> he you could think I have more wins or more majors? Or both. both. Could could. Yeah. A big that's a big. Ask. I mean, he could end up where Mickelson is in another ten years. I, I don't know about that. I mean, DJ seems he's got the natural it's ability. Like Fifteen wins, and it Phil, seems
3: like he's, Phil
2: had like two major wins at this age, right now at age yeah. thirty-six. It's like no, I think it, it seems like
3: DJ is the kind of guy that's going to be well served by experience and know-how. Like he's he's gotten markedly better in the last five years, as far as yeah. playing proper golf like this.
1: So the. Kind of sports talk radio question I was going to ask. I, of course, I would say everybody at this table probably thinks he's been an underachiever to this point. What what tips the scales on that? How much is enough?
3: I think three majors is. I think I think if he gets one, and really he's got three right now. But <laughs> I mean, really, if he gets one more official major, I think you know that would yeah. quiet
2: quiet the the critics. I think four would do it for me. Um, three. And this is not a shot at Padraig Harrington, but Padraig Harrington has three majors. Yeah, um, he kind of gobbled them up in a very short period of time. I'm not taking. Well, the cat was at, like, w- while the cat was away at war. <laughs> I, I mean, guys,
3: I, as a follow up to that question, what um, what would another FedEx Cup do for you?
2: Mm. <sighs> I'm not
1: prepared. To that answer
3: totally that. changes his entire legacy, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> by so many track bands, you can just leave
3: them you
1: can just
0: leave them around at different stops i think i think the second major is always very very important i i think three is hey man that's you'll never hear another peep from me about dustin yeah. like not realizing his his potential and and even like two two is just such a <laughs> bigger step than than one like right like think about all the guys that have one yeah uh and then to you know validate it eventually with the second so I, this, is, this is a good win for golf today. Can I name some
2: three-time major winners? Just to see if, how we feel about DJ being around this group. Jordan Spieth, Padraig Harrington, VJ as mentioned, Payne Stewart, Nick Price, Hale Irwin, Larry Nelson, Billy Casper, Julius Boros, Kerry Middlecoff, Jimmy Demerit, Henry Ca- Cotton, and then we kind of get into the pre-World War stuff. But the four-timers, Brooks Kepka, Rory, Ernie Els, Raymond Floyd. Pre World War Two guys, Nick that Price, feels like where he belongs. Yeah, that's Nick what Price I said. feels
3: like a good comp for him. Even right now, just there's a little bit more depth in the game, I would argue, than than when Price was playing. But Price only had 18, you know, PGA Tour wins. He played worldwide as well. But I think you know, having like that, I don't know, Price it, like they feel like they have kind of a similar game. Great iron players. Um, all right, question for you guys: Who who finishes with more majors? from here on out uh, Brooks or DJ
1: I think DJ right start you're saying like starting now or starting
3: I mean I guess bo- morning, I guess or? both like so Brooks has Brooks has how many four, four. four. DJ's got two slash three um, <laughs> like overall do you think Brooks finishes with more
1: Overall, overall, yes. Are you saying wiping the slate clean? And
3: also, all right. So then, all right. So you're saying Brooks overall, and then from here on out, wiping the slate clean.
2: I'm gonna say Brooks just because we just so I don't get caught up in the recency of DJ. I was gonna say, otherwise it's
0: it's DJ literally doubling his career. (laughs) I think think Brooks can absolutely win another one, which means if they both ended up at five, if you told me that today, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Uh, I
3: think the other thing though about Brooks is I don't think Brooks is gonna have the longevity both with injuries no, and with, I, like, I agree. with the passion to play. It, right? He just has a big-ass head start. Yeah. Four's, yeah. four's yeah. a
2: lot bigger than two slash three. But as we've seen with Rory, you can yeah. go six straight years now without winning a major.
3: So, I mean, because D- DJ kind of dangled his balls all over like You know, like all that shit that Kepka said after, what was that last?
0: That was PGA. That was Harding Park.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: it's fun now. I think now it's like, okay, well, let's see what, like, let's see if Kepka responds next year. I I think I'm more excited about where golf could go than I have been uh, in the last 18 months. I was thinking that too, because I think
1: even just looking back and writing down that Dustin Bryson and Colin Morikawa are your major champions this year, like, that's fucking sweet. Dude, it's been a what run a, for like a half a decade, more than that. But it even is, just those three, just like drastically different styles, drastically different personalities, like interesting. All three are fascinating to watch. That's awesome. Good how for
2: good the, for everybody. The young guns showing out in majors this year. Like how many, yeah. like Wolf making a run at two majors, Sungjae at here, at the, which we haven't talked about, Sungjae or Cam Smith yet, but those, I mean. Which, again, you don't want to take I, I anything know. away from anyone, but, yeah. man, no fans has to be a big factor for that.
3: I don't think so as much with Cam. Not, I mean, not, so not with Cam. necessarily
2: Cam. I, 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 the young, yeah. young, like the under yeah. 20, yeah. 24 and under crowd. Like if you
1: could crunch the numbers on, you know, if you could come up with some metric to show how young, inexperienced players did in the
2: majors this year versus other years, I would guess this year's higher. Uh, right? 100%. Yeah. Like that is a, a thing. And I think it is kind of like we're kind of, as we're watching it, talking about it, lacking juice. It's like that you don't. This year has made me really, really, really appreciate how much crowd noise on TV is a thing. And I, I said this, you know, early on in the pandemic process. I was like, I'm ready for an experiment. I'm ready for somebody to try some gentle applauses, some cheers, some groans, like some piped in crowd noise. Look, they have enough trouble as it is showing the golf shot. So if they can't handle that, I'm... We're,
3: we're entering a new era, though.
2: That's true. Um, I, I still don't expect a lot to change in this new era, but... Uh, I think that would go a long way with the viewing experiences, just to be reminded of you know what that used to sound like with crowds and whatnot.
3: So, I'm kind of bummed with like we're talking about how excited we are for golf. I'm kind of bummed the the major championship venues in 2021 are it's tough lacking.
0: Hit us again for the people listening. I might not be aware <laughs> Augusta,
3: Torrey Pines, oh god, Royal St George, uh, Kiawah, which
2: I think St
0: George's.
3: Is- I, liked, I like Royal yeah. St. George. It's just not my favorite of the... Yeah, it'll know. be
0: nice to see a British Open, too, after yeah. a long layoff, but yeah, Torrey Pines is tough. They should do two British Opens next year. Oh, Back-to-back <laughs> weeks.
1: Which, where's the PGA after that?
2: In 22? I don't remember.
1: But it's Country Club, St. Andrews, and somewhere good, I think,
0: in 22, but I can't remember. Are they do to go back to Valhalla, Sam? Is
3: that Bedminster? I think it might be. Yeah, oh, that's right. right. <clears throat> God, that, that's going to be. Uh... How? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody's
1: got a lot of shit going on. I know everybody's, you know, listen, we're, we're, yeah, it's, everybody's it's, pulled in a lot of different directions. How has nobody brought that up? That the PGA of America is scheduled to host a fucking major at Donald Trump's golf course in like a year and a half? That's wild. There's no fucking way that's going to happen, right? Just in general, looking at it, you
3: got got Kiowa, Trump, Bedminster, Oak Hill, Valhalla, Quail Hollow, Aronimink, and then Frisco, and then the Olympic Club. Frisco's not until 2016.
2: I thought it was 25 that they were going to Frisco no 27 okay. I mean,
1: <gasps> imagine being depending
0: the p- on the next like couple months that's what or, i was going like... to say
1: imagine every day when that dude fires up his phone <laughs> being at the pga of america just being like god i hope nobody remembers where we're going in 2022
3: it's just really hard for me to get excited about a lot of those sites
1: pga is a bleak scene
3: going yeah. forward it gets, it gets us opens it starts to get better getting at better, at like and better and better though i was going to say
0: let's make it through torrey and then it, i think it gets really good yeah we got country club lacc pinehurst
2: we got some some cool stuff coming up Erronomy in twenty six is going to be.
3: I don't think that's going to happen.
2: Like they're going to assault that course. <laughs> yeah, I
3: don't think they're going to be able to play it.
2: There. I mean, they're going to have to re, redo it. And another, like, a, yeah, it might be in a ball rollback by then, though. Too. Ooh, Ooh. Gotta remember that. Very interesting. We um, want to talk Cam Smith.
3: Yes, sure.
1: That was inspiring stuff, man. I've, I, I remember, I felt very similar, of course, because he was playing well. But uh, I was very excited to watch Cam this year after Sony. Like that was, he's a very. Exciting, exciting player, and then he kind of dropped off the face of the map for
0: like eight months. You fished a lot, yeah. a lot of fish. You say Sony? I, I, I was so impressed by his Ryder Cup, his singles match against JT. Yeah, you mean uh, uh, President's, uh, President's? Excuse, Cup. excuse yeah. me, President's Cup against JT. Complete uh, the definition of a dog. Exactly, uh, and Junkyard so dog. I, I yeah. was really that one tweets. So whoever sent that in, that the, the, <laughs> the Aussie guy, guy barking. And, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I was more excited because of that, and you know we we know him a little bit from the local Thursday game. He's like the a local mi- coffee shop. He's
3: team. like a mini Aussie Shepherd. Yeah, right? like, he's not very big, <laughs> but like man, like he there's nothing he co- will protect your shit. He yeah, will, he he works hard. He's he's cool. He's lovable.
1: I mean, he kind of hit it all over the map today, and it. Was still even making the turns like ah if anyone's going to run him down it's going to be this guy who's kind of spraying it
2: everywhere and uh, <laughs> Dude, it was just shot on really seven? fun to watch the one, one oh, on nine god yeah. yeah yeah seven and nine I <laughs> I will I, a lot of people are calling for me to apologize on I just, I didn't think it would last four rounds and it did so I, know, I will same. definitely apologize for that and but. then
3: he had Bussy on the bag too I know you know Bussy taking over for Sam this week uh, his caddy was down in in New Zealand and uh, didn't want to quarantine for like two weeks after this. Going back down there for the holidays, but seeing Bussy on the bag, aspirational like vibe, perfect spiritual Sherpa around <laughs> around Augusta. It's just it's
1: really fun to see uh, great putters. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I know that's an obvious statement, but it's fun every time they get on the green. Like oh, this guy might just will it in. That's those are fun people to watch. I remember somebody
2: else that we used to believe that about
1: exactly.
0: That's why I said on Twitter. I think he was the the four loco version of George Spieth. Give it a couple months, and I think he could win a lot of money. With the trivia, who's the only player to ever shoot four yes. rounds in the sixties? That's, That's a, uh, it's a Really good story. How it's cool is that block to be on? Give me till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten. that. It's
3: bizarre that Cam the, the like the Sony Open that he won was the most atypical Sony Open. It was
1: yeah, super soft, super soft yeah.
3: and wet and all that. And then the Masters that he that he finishes t two and same kind of deal, which is
2: weird because he does
1: not seem like That's that kind the of opposite player.
3: Opposite of his game. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I I think. I would say softer um, can you can get away with you can get up and down more a pristine you can yeah. get up and down and yeah. get away with not being a pristine ball striker. How about um, the
3: up and down on fifteen, yeah, from like like I mean off the bridge. Yeah, he was like, "Oh shit!" After he <laughs> hit it on fifteen out of the fairway, and then he goes left of the bridge, and then yeah, somehow gets it up and down from there. There were some crazy there was some crazy shit going on on fifteen today. Like I feel like all the possibilities were in play. Like uh, Leishman. He was over right of like almost in 14 fairway, but like behind the TV tower, behind the bunker, had to just play one up to the right, lay it up for his, like, his third shot, laid up his third shot to his fourth shot, and then fourth shot, put it to like 25 feet and made this bomb. I it was crazy.
1: Not Nothing to back this up, but I feel like I saw more balls go in that long water on 15 than I ever have before.
3: I feel like I saw more going in the long water sweet. than in the I was front. Say in the front same water. thing. Yeah. yeah, I think because
2: yeah. it was so soft, guys weren't fearing sending it. Yeah, maybe balls, a lot of balls were hitting on that middle of the green and stopping. But if you carried it too far, it was going to was going to bounce.
3: I'll go with Neil on on his take about like they should they should shave that bank down all the way to the the front bank. Yeah,
2: I think they. I mean, usually,
3: usually the plays like that. Yeah, usually
2: it's
1: firmer right. or fast or whatever enough that the balls are going to go in there. Yeah,
2: it, it. Yeah, just didn't have any bite. Golf course looked a little a little rough around the edges at times. By the end of the week, which... which like, for, for Augusta Standard. Yes, for yeah. Augusta Standard. It was not the golf course that we're, we are used to seeing. Do you
3: think that's why they moved the pin on 16? Do you think it was like that? Because that's probably the shadiest part of that green back there, right?
2: That's a good theory. I don't know. i couldn't. Many I people like to saying, think it was public pressure. Pressure from the big Randy. <laughs> but, uh yeah, the the non-traditional pin on... I, I never heard an explanation as to why they did. Maybe you'd like to shine some light on that, Randy. I don't. The blood is on your hands. Uh, no. They got back down. Yeah, I was super happy. I, I liked
3: it. I thought it was a cool pin. Yeah, thank
2: you. It's it's fine. It's not as good as the back left Sunday pin.
0: The
3: funnel uh, the pin. Yeah. I will accept your
0: back left funnel pin. I don't like it, but I will accept it. But you had to give me that shelf earlier in the week. You, you can't sure have three funnel oh, pins I agree. this week.
2: I'm with you there. I, you. I I wonder if with the greens as soft as they were. That that back left pin wasn't gonna play how it has anyways. Like it what ball wasn't gonna bound in the middle of it and then roll up that slope and come down. It was like gonna hit that bank and like suck back too far. And you would have just,
3: had to almost land it on the back. Yeah, and then,
2: that would be my yeah. best reasoning as to why they didn't do that. So
1: shout out to Carver in the course for uh, saying you can't spell funnel
2: pin without fun. Discuss <laughs> <laughs> kind of made me laugh. Fantastic. Thing. <laughs> Which Speeth had birdied four holes in a row, then turned around and bogeyed 16. There's no chance he would have bogeyed to that. I feel like damage. that proves that Tells it's a good fit. Tells me he can't <laughs> hit a proper golf shot. Yeah. proves that <laughs> it's a good fine. <laughs> fit. fine. We want to see Spieth.
0: He Not played all in, the, yeah, he birdied all the mini golf holes. I will say. <laughs> 13 and 15. Cat stuck it on his little mini birdie barrage exactly. there. Exactly. Which, yeah, we got to talk about the cat I don't today. even
3: know if I'm ready to talk about yeah. the cat. That was wild.
2: If I can say it, the 10 wasn't that bad. I, I
1: felt nothing about as, it. As far as Tens go, yeah. it was a pretty good ten. I was like, "Oh yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's
3: he's just not sharp. Like that's I committed to the wrong way. Sure. Yeah, I committed yeah, the that, wrong wind. That, that happened." But then when he could barely get out of the bunker, like I didn't think he was going to make it out of the bunker. When he was trying to Oh yeah. He's the, old. The bunker
2: lie was brutal. The the second ball he hit, like that had enough to stay up there. It just spun so much came back in the water. It wasn't a it wasn't a speeth meltdown. It wasn't like
3: just seeing the grit and determination to come back and do what he did after that, like, that's that's the mark of, like, the ultimate competitor. For sure. I mean, I, no I, quit, man.
2: I was inspired by that. I mean, you know, I'd love to use the cool runnings image for that. But that's how I felt. Like, he carried his rig across the finish line, shot a prideful 76, did the interview afterward, made jokes about it. I mean...
3: He, he just couldn't commit to the win. He
0: couldn't <laughs> c- commit to the wrong win. I shoved it a little bit. Just, oh. And I committed the wrong wind. Because well, uh, the wind was off the left. And then I, I took a lot more shots, Amanda. <laughs> he was
1: you know what I liked is that he was like there's there's another version of the cat who's not jolly in Butler Cabin talking about his 10. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was he was kind of yucking it up a little yeah. bit. That's great. Yeah. The good good question here, Nick Parnell. If you had to put money on one player to win a major next year, who is it?
3: You guys are gonna say Bryson.
1: Don't put words in my
0: mouth. Yeah, I know you. I, 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 I will say Bryson. I was gonna say Bryson too. With Kiwa <laughs> and Tori, and yeah, I'll I'll say Bryson.
3: I'm gonna say JT.
0: <sighs> really? Yeah. Well, can I just, out of curiosity, like, why, what makes you? It's why like, it's I been don't know fading. I just, I just think he's so he he's looks so sleepy talented. On the talented.
3: He's just gotta harness it a little bit, right? Like, it seems like he's he's just he's just all like all jazzed up, and he just can't like. You know, he's trying to go at everything. He's trying to force the issue, force the issue. There's a little bit more patience. But that's that's going to come with reps.
2: I was going to say, like, I'm not making – he's won a major, and I'm definitely not making excuses for him. But I wonder – first of all, I don't have the answer to this as far as what the competitive landscape is right now versus 2017, versus 2014, versus 2011, how much it's evolved. But, like, how freaking good you've got to be now to win – how do you not put pressure on yourself to be, like, freaking perfect? Like, imagine going out and shooting, like, 18 under this week and having not won. Like, how demoralizing that is, how hard it is to stay patient. It's something that, you know, DJs managed to do. But, like, dude, this is nuts how f- many freaking dudes that you could just, like, throw out there that can win these things. And, like, how good Rory is when he's on, how good JT is, how good Rom is, is when he's on, how good Kepke is when he's on. I'm sure you could say that about pretty much every era, but right now it feels like... Yeah, dude, you gotta be
3: a lot more depth.
2: So good to win one. There's gotta be,
1: it's gotta be so frustrating to see Dustin just like look like he is doing it, you know, without even trying. Also, there's gotta be something to that as well. Like, you know that's gotta be so frustrating for everybody else. And I know they see a lot of the work that he puts in behind the scenes and
2: stuff, but man, he looks just effortless. <laughs> I would love to hear the, like, someone ask the cat that, or like a detailed answer from the cat on that. And or Phil, like the, they've their careers have spanned in like the, whatever, how many twenty five yeah. years plus? Like, can you truly speak to how much the game has changed in terms of depth and homogenization of the skills
0: and stuff like it, that? It, it seems like you can't win a major without having your absolute a game. Whereas yeah, sure. I'm curious, you know, it seemed like Tiger, fifteen years ago, could could win a major with his like you know, B game. Even or Phil, I feel B- like. Is, you yeah, know. I'm wondering if there's any player of the current younger crop. Like, I don't think anybody can win a major with their B game because there's always going to be a few other guys that, you know, are playing at the top of, of their abilities. I, I don't think, know. That's an interesting question. And think, I'm obviously not. I, I can't answer Going it.
3: back to Spieth, I think that's why we felt – that's why Spieth made you feel so alive because it felt like he was winning with his – like the sum of – some of it was so much bigger than the than the, the like individual parts. Like speed there was there was I mean, sometimes it looked like he was playing with a C minus game. Yeah. But he would just Yeah.
0: He was just like getting by. Yeah. And he'd make a putt or he'd yeah, exactly. And that like doesn't feel like it's gonna fly even
2: five years no, later, yeah. you know, at Augusta. Which yeah, hearing it like that,
1: I, I don't disagree at all, but hearing it like that is Makes me look inward a little bit. I'm like, man, should I have maybe seen this coming? <laughs> <A> <laughs> Am, <little> I, bit? <laughs> Am so I an idiot?
3: <laughs> I'm a scumbag for liking that, right? <laughs> no,
1: I love it. it. It truly makes you feel alive, but yeah. you're totally right in that, huh? Yeah, maybe that's not the most sustainable thing. But then I look at, like, at Augusta. That wasn't the C- game. I mean, that was just jet fuel, right? Like, he well, was. The
3: la- the last year that he was really. I mean, the,
0: the year he won. Oh, the year he won was. It was. Like, the, That's a game every day. De resistance. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and even just to follow the last point on that, like the U.S. Open, I think traditionally would give somebody the chance to. It, it's hard because you have to play really freaking well to win a U.S. Open, but but you can. You don't have to. You have to be flawless. You don't have to be flawless. But now, like with Bryson showing us this year, like <laughs> good luck, man. Like he just took apart Wingfoot. Uh, yeah, that's a great question, Solly. Hopefully we can get somebody, a, a Phil or, or Tiger, somebody with a lot of experience to talk about that.
2: Because I wanted to go – I looked this up last night just kind of, you know, I think it speaks to something, like how many runners-ups somebody's had in a major. Now, everyone knows the Jack stat that he had 19 runner-ups in majors, but I think that speaks more to the era than – uh, like he literally went 15 straight years without finishing worse than sixth at the British open. <laughs> like, it's just a totally different era that, you know, Phil having 11 runner ups in this era, uh, Rory and JT combined have one runner up in majors. I think that just kind of speaks to like Rory bagged four majors before he faced any real adversity in any of them. And maybe that's starting to even out a little bit. Kepka has got two runner ups now, but like you if you have six top twos in majors, you wouldn't expect the balance to be heavily tilted towards winning a lot more than runner ups. And so the dudes that have kind of the hollow runner up record, I I don't know exactly what it means, but
0: uh,
3: I think I think for some of those guys it means they're either on or they're off too, right? I yeah. wonder.
0: It's interesting because maybe we're like our our major winners is is the trend kind of getting younger and younger. Like guys have a better chance to win before they've faced adversity or before they've you know have scar tissue seems that way this year at least that I mean, was kind of my thing with bryson talking earlier this week was it was a
1: lot easier to lean into all the oh yeah no, no no i just put on 95 pounds and now i totally changed my game see it's working great until it doesn't and then you're like oh shit yeah. okay it's not going good this week <laughs> should I we mean, put a bow on bryson
3: on that second place thing like i mean dj's got five yeah. second place finishes so it's, i think some of that too is just a Commentary on those guys' games, but right? like JT he, and Rory have, you know, wildly divergent. Like when they're on or they're off, versus like DJ's floor is higher than both those guys. Yeah, like
2: I would look at DJ's two major wins, five runner ups, and be like, he probably should have like three and a half of these. Whereas I look at JT's got this is his second career major top five. Mm-hmm. I would say like in theory he's pretty lucky to have nabbed one of these. He's yeah. not giving himself the opportunities that say DJ has, and there's luck involved with those. Like Ernie's six runner ups is. That's a ton man I mean obviously Louis is like five swings away from being a five-time major champion but um, that's wild. I know I mean that's just I mean when majors are such a small sample size we have four of them in a year it's you're gonna have weird anomalies like this but I'm, I'm fascinated to kind of dig into some of those and yeah.
3: really really looking at going back to a game versus B game like I, I think you can look at Sungjae this week at, at least on the weekend and say like Sungjae didn't have his a game. I, and yeah, he still didn't finished like at 15 under. Like yeah. I think that's a that's a statement from him that that like I had no idea he chipped it that well. And maybe maybe he was just on a mega heater today, but he was getting up and down from everywhere. Yeah, it's fun to watch him drive the ball. Yeah, but I mean, but, it seems like he drove the ball but really well. Then it gets well. boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He drove the ball super well all week. Like the most the most. Uh, I mean, he, he had 13 fairways today. He had 11 fairways yesterday, but. The big thing, like greens, he he hit 56 percent of his greens round three, 56 percent of his greens round four, which is subpar for him, mm-hmm. at least on how he was playing. So to see him, like I think he he had his B or B plus game and finished five shots back at DJ. I think that that, you know, kind of predicts some pretty serious, heady company for him here in the coming years.
2: Do you guys want to put a bow on the uh, Bryson DeChambeau's week? I know we talked about it a lot on the live show. We've reacted uh, in the past several episodes on, you know, what what we've seen out of him this week. Anything more to add after? Well, Sunday? What do putting you make of
0: his post-round interviews? I don't want to I don't want to make fun of it, just out of hand because I appreciate him. You know, at least giving us something, revealing like if he's feeling dizzy or off. I, I that's certainly more interesting than just. Spewing cliches, but on the, to the other <laughs> hand, I guess very bizarre. I, I don't. Brando what do you make call, of that?
3: Brando kind of called him a bitch last night, <laughs> I'm live
1: from. In so many words, yeah. Do you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> he or? was
3: just like, "Yo, like, like, like Tiger. Like, it's not about when you're feeling your best. It's about when you're not feeling your best." And and like Tiger didn't really, you know, ever like he's like Tiger showed up for how many, 100 and how you know 140 straight cuts or whatever like like that and like he i'm sure for at least 30 of those he wasn't feeling feeling great you know probably for a lot more based on everything he was doing off the course but like you know like at some point it's like dude like you gotta you're not always gonna feel good every week and you can't just build it up and and talk all this smack and then like you know say oh like my tummy hurt this week when when things didn't go your way
2: i'll direct this at more at brandle than 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 your response there but like we're talking about Tiger, who's maybe the most sure. most dramatic <laughs> with injuries and everything going on of any player ever. Like I, I, yeah, my, I my bone popped out of my, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like really. Even this week, bending like the the back bending and stuff like that. I mean,
3: I don't I'm, think I don't even think that's being dramatic. I don't think
2: it is necessarily either. But it's not like Tiger has put up and shut up forever, and you can't tell when he's injured, can't tell when he's not feeling great. Like none of that. Um, so. I feel like, but it, he doesn't
3: sulk around all week, which no, is what Bryson does. Unless he's playing bad, <laughs> he still doesn't sulk Bry- around. Though,
2: in fairness, Bryson sulks around when he's not feeling sick. That's true. Like, too. When things don't go bad, Bryson's not tough. So that's right. a separate category. I think. Uh, I have, I have, a, you know, a tr- always have trouble like estimating or guessing when people aren't feeling. You know, like oh, he's faking that, or oh, I'm sure it's not that serious. It's just impossible to do. Bryson doesn't really have a history of doing anything like that. Yeah. He's never been whiny about how he's feeling or anything like that. You, sometimes you just have weeks where, like, yeah, if you have a yeah, if you have a diet where you're having seven protein shakes a day, maybe your body <laughs> might not enjoy that for six
0: straight months. Or whatever I think that's is. the take. Is well, two things. One, obviously, it's a little awkward with COVID, and I know he took some tests, and but it's like who knows, right? The the veracity of the tests or the incubation period or whatever. But I I think the funnier thing is like. Well, Exactly what you said, dude. You're having like seven to ten protein <laughs> shakes a day. That like that's probably not great. It's not normal. the The only thing I'll say to that
1: effect is, of course, none yeah. of us know. You know, maybe he is feeling horrible. We don't know the severity of it. He looked so out of sorts this week. Like the the misses, and I, I'll totally apologize for Bryson. I was, of course, very cool, riding so hard oh, for it. You. He's. I'm still going to pick. I'm still going to pick you. him to win in April, but. You, what I would, all I would ask in return is that you will admit that did not look like the Bryson we've seen the last four months. I agree. Like, he was squirrely with every single club in the bag. So, if he says, like, yeah, I was feeling really fucking dizzy, like, yeah,
3: okay, maybe that makes some sense. Sure. I'm I also, not saying he didn't. I, I also want you to acknowledge that the Greens books have something to do with it.
1: I, I, I don't have enough information to acknowledge that. I
2: would say I must, I. Dustin's a huge greens book guy too. Lean more way towards that than I previously did. He didn't look comfortable in the greens this week, but uh, he didn't I, look comfortable with anything though. To be fair, I remember this like as a kid more so than now. But I remember having days in the fall where I just everything felt weak. Yeah, like your body yeah. just felt weak. Weather's it, changing. Yeah, and pressure's I, changing. So I I I totally get how you just don't feel in touch with your body in a certain week, and I'm sure he. Put a lot of expectation and pressure on himself to perform this week and when it wasn't going great, he just felt like shit and, and that, so that's what I was saying. Is there's gotta be something to the fact of
1: okay, I've just peacocked around for the last four or five months and everything has gone my way to pretty much. You know, he's whatever had some close call at Harding Park that didn't go his way, but still everything's been validating of his thing until like basically until he like rope hooked that ball on eleven, you know, to start the tournament. And that felt like a punch in the mouth. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh God, this, everything looks super uncomfortable. And like some of this has to be, I don't know, you can't diagnose anything, but like some of it's got to be just weird pressure, weird changes, weird expectations, all kinds of different stuff. Right. I mean, he's, he's gone from being this like kind of, not kind of, he's gone from being this just dork to okay, now all of a sudden everybody's taking this seriously. Like Bryson, what do you think? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? And like, d- as soon as that's not going your way, that's got to be so such an awful
0: feeling.
3: But at some point, like that's a lesson. know. of course, not well, of course,
0: he brought it all on himself. Yes, yeah. yes. Do you think he had the most focus on him coming into a Masters of anybody like outside of Tiger? I, I thought oh, I heard yeah. somebody say that on Absolutely. the broadcast. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. If that. <laughs> That's kind of messy. If that doesn't put you in a weird headspace, like that might make you
2: kind of dizzy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't think Bryson's mentally tough. I don't think he's. I mean, when it's going his, like you said, when it's going his way, I mean, he can run downhill. But in, in his defense, I don't think he was like saying I played bad because I'm not feeling great. I think it contributed, but I don't think he was. He didn't give off the vibe of like, well, Dustin's lucky to be winning because I I got a tummy ache this week and it's not allowing me to perform. I, I think it.
1: Yeah. I guess where where I'll net out in all of this is I was extremely bullish coming in. This week did not, you know, it didn't make me take a step back about the hashtag process. I still think when he gets it dialed in, like it's it's the the
2: ends are gonna justify the means. For sure. I think there was enough that we saw on some of what he hit into thirteen, what he hit into fifteen, what he hit into two that like when it's working, you can see where the twenty-six under par might come into play. Now, having said that. He got beat by Bernhard Longer. Yes, <laughs> this week,
1: which is who's awesome. the oldest player to ever make the cut,
2: which is awesome. Yet has might have <laughs> set us back with a distance debate, like another. See, he can do it. <laughs> there, yeah. There's no climate change. It's snowing yeah, it's outside. I in my
3: house. Going back to Bryson, though, I think too, it's everything for him in his mind is predicated upon like everything going perfectly. Everything like like when you add variables into yep. the mix and yep. in, into you know whatever the equation is, he he doesn't know how to solve for those variables
1: which is frustrating because we're talking about organic matter here and it seems like (laughs) he would be able to solve for that
2: if anyone can solve for it it seems like it'd be him um yeah i i I, i'm with you i still just think he's going to have total tournaments where he's not able to solve for those variables and it's going to go like this and like honestly scraping out a t34 is not the end of the world for him with that with as poorly as he played that's truly truly as bad as it can go right
1: for him. Yeah. I don't see how it could get it like could have gotten any, any worse. worse.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. You
1: guys need to apologize for the lost ball. That was bullshit.
3: That was sweet. <laughs> I know. That's that's rub the green straight up. <laughs> when he said, "Wait, so if I can't find it, that's a lost ball." That was incredible.
2: Which he was truly by every definition Bryson,
3: yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes, but he was close to being on to something there. If if there was abnormal turf condition, if there was if there was any sitting water there, he could have got away with a drop. If there was any sitting casual water there that they could have all agreed it went in that area, that I forget what the definition of it is, but he could have taken a drop. So he was on to something. I think it there. would have been
3: a stretch to to prove that it went in right there though.
2: It was right? a stretch, but yeah, that's what he's trying to get at is like if if this muddy ass area is casual water and we can all agree it went into it, he could have got a drop.
1: I know but, Euro is on this block. It's shocking to me that they find every single ball that lands left of 13. Yeah, and they, yeah, and find they didn't find that one on three. Yeah, feels like a conspiracy, but I'm wondering if left of thirteen is not nearly as thick as the TV makes it look, or maybe there's just more volunteers. Maybe that was just like a weird. They they found a, a hole in the
2: zone defense there. Maybe no the one ever loses a ball back there ever. Right, I don't understand that. Maybe the floor of it is very fine. It's it blows my mind. I really could. Sergio like won the Masters because they found his ball right. over there. Mickelson's
0: yeah. been hitting from there for <laughs> decades. <laughs> Phil put a bench in over there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, all right, what, are we, what else are we... Let's uh, just run down the board here. Sure. Just,
3: all right, like, uh, say, like, fluke, or do you think this is, to, to use DJ's word, portends? You know, a good like, uh, Fratelli.
0: I kind of see this as...
3: He's becoming... Like, he's becoming a... I mean, guess he
0: can't ignore the length.
3: Yeah. I, yeah. And he, like, when he's on, he's on, right? It seems like... I mean, he's either on or...
0: Can I be honest? I he, have absolutely no idea. Yeah, he's. I he don't. I'm he looking didn't strike his me results. as a guy I, with a like, ton of like precision. Uh, so I, I don't it's, know.
3: It's like a shotgun blast. Well, it yeah. almost
0: it almost feels a little like Diet Bryson, right? Where
1: it's like yeah. if Bryson's strategy is just hit it as far as you can, like that's going to work a lot more than it's not going to, and and maybe there's a, some whiffs of that, but. That's just me probably not
2: being super, super familiar with his game, I guess. Coverage take maybe related to that, but I felt like they were just kind of picking him up at random spots. Like I got real yeah. no idea for how he played that golf course or his flow of around. It was just kind of like, oh, Fratelli's doing something crazy over here now. We got to get yeah. to that one. Up, oh, now he's doing something crazy. Like I, I I, really couldn't.
3: Out of context, Fratelli. Yeah, I couldn't really uh, is, paint the picture there. It, right. No
1: top 10 since yeah. the 2019 Safeway Open before this. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't say this. CT C-
3: Pan, now. Masters rookie, T7, 70, 66, 74, 68. Again, man, it's all length. He's the, just bullying the, the players. <laughs>
2: he had to wait. The, he did have to wait 19 months for to get his Masters start. He was the one that won. Oh, that's the all for Heritage. Yeah, and week after. Oh
3: and he's back in, right? he's yeah, back yeah. in with a T7. T- T12
2: and Good and for him, Ties. Uh, so Kepka and Rom are
0: back in for next year, too.
3: Rahm, all right, we haven't talked to Rom yet.
0: Um, is this a good week for Ram or is this a disappointment? Disappointment for, for sure. Disappointing, definitely.
3: You're waiting for me. I listen. I, for I agree. You know in a Major? Uh,
0: <laughs> I, I certainly agree. I mean, he does. He just need more reps, just a little bit more experience under the gun. Like what
3: he needs to control his emotions a little <laughs> bit better. But he's doing
0: so much better yeah. with that. You know, is he that good? Does he maybe sting? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, uh, just such a Web Simpson week. Well, I'm back on well, yeah, the ROM now. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, that's a good question, Randy. I don't really know what uh, it's got to be. Or it's just, just hard to win. I think it's hard to win and it just takes a long time, right? Like, is that. Uh, should anything else be the, the lesson from the Dustin Johnson Masters victory other than like you're going to put yourself in contention a ton and they're not going to all go your way? So just be patient.
3: ROM hit six fairways yesterday on Saturday. Like, that's not very good either.
2: That's not very good.
0: Rom was born in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, wild. But what about his adventure on eight? Uh, God, that was yesterday. yesterday. Well, this is among yeah. the highlights of the week for yeah. me. Absolutely. That, yeah, truly. <laughs>
2: um, the Masters, where I felt like we didn't have very many
0: highlights. That was
2: that. That truly sticks out. It might be the defining shot of the week. Rom's got five PGA Tour wins now, but only one top three finish uh, in majors. Three top fives in majors. Um, in 17 of them that he's played. So how, how old pretty is hollow he's major 26. record. Pretty hollow major okay. record. Um,
0: well, Here, he JT, who are you more bullish on? Because I feel like they, to me, JT's already got a major, which is a huge uh, distinguishing factor, I guess. But a year apart, uh, you know, what? who do you feel better about? I don't know. I, I would say JT if I had, or I'm sorry, I would say Rom, if I had a,
1: a gun to my head on that one, just JT's looked a little dicey man on some of these weekends it's it's been it's been weird to watch
3: it's like he doesn't want to play disciplined golf <laughs> if that makes sense
1: yeah i don't and know may, how to maybe
3: that's super unfair from my end but
1: i don't know how to break it down it's it's jarring how and of course it's just a much much smaller sample size but it's weird how different you feel with JT holding a two shot lead or or around the lead at a normal PJ tour event versus at a major, like it feels like we've seen drastically different guys.
3: You guys are talking about of JT now. Like I'm, I'm going back. I'm, you know, DJ well, was just a DJ weird pick win. today. I know. I know. But there, there's some, there's some it with JT. Or I feel like JT has it. I think he's got more
0: it than Rom in my opinion, but you know, I don't, I don't know.
2: It, the errors seem I, I hate saying unforced errors because at, at this level with that kind of conditions, I guess pretty much everything is somewhat of an unforced error, but he just has like a little bit of speed in him of like, you bogeyed number two today when you were like someone in the <laughs> right. Like, Whoa, come on. Like, what yeah. is that? But you're still playing good. It's not like you collapsed. It's just a, a couple shots that like, I always say like the toughest people to go up against in matches are just ones that don't let you around. Like they're not, they're gonna hit it in the right spot. They're gonna get it in the right spot. They're gonna hit it in the right spot, and just way too often he hits it very much not in the right spot. I guess you could probably say the same for Rom, but um, I don't know. I, I, it's a it's a good question. I wish I had the answer. I think with some of it few more years to of data will only we'll time know. will tell.
3: JT's got a long swing, yeah, right. And if long like fast swing, whereas like I mean DJ's got a long swing, but DJ's. Seemingly more, you know, smoother tempo, more under control.
2: But it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really usually seem. This week did not seem like he lost his swing at any moment. No, you know, even the the you know the four bogeys on the back nine yesterday were you know just not. Uh, I mean, he should have played the fade into fifteen, obviously straight <laughs> straight through the gap in the trees there, from according to Faldo. But um, I don't know. Time will tell. It's hard to be patient. It's super hard, but we got to do it.
3: Uh, we got a group at T10, Simpson, Connors, and Reed. I fully expect uh, Use golf facts to lash out at some point this week. She's been awfully quiet this weekend.
1: Use golf facts, of course, declaring that this was not going to be a, a true major without fans.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, shout out to Connors, too. T10 after a first round, 74, is, is a good effort. Uh, and it's nice. You know, Webb just quietly kind of goes about it. Getting the most out of uh, his yeah. talent.
3: Yeah, T thirteen was leash Matsuyama Na and answer tough day for Abe.
0: Yeah, you know what I see that. I think Na was truly the. I don't know if I saw Na hit one shot on coverage. (laughs) I would lobby, Randy,
1: if you were gonna death panel somebody. We got to start looking at Hideki. That's a great. Yeah, that's a very. I don't. I don't want to bring that up. You know, I feel like I need to
0: bring that up. In that dude, come on, man. Come on. Where have you where is it? What? His putting might just be shitty enough where you know, I would I would hate to might might do that sh- to somebody. Might but, be <laughs> shitty enough. He's
3: never made a putt. He's twenty eight. He's he turns twenty nine in February.
0: Like yeah. Give him a little. Give him another year. I would say putting it, his putting already makes it a terminal case. Like, I, <laughs> I like it would just be piling on.
3: And the shit that he Sir, wore this week,
0: Mister, <laughs> there's nothing we can do.
2: <laughs> I mean, the numbers we inchar- are <laughs> we we. <we've- laughs> How he gets a pass on it from, like...
0: It's unreal. Let's they, just make him as comfortable as
2: possible. <laughs> they always say when he comes on the screen, like, he's been working really hard on this. Like, that, the fundamentals get worse with his putting. It's, I am far from a technique expert, but that is not how you're supposed to putt. so uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're, I think we're ready to move on from the Deke era. How
3: much do you think those guys made this week They finished tied for 13th?
2: Tied for 13th. Yeah. They a couple made hundred thousand? 178,000. Uh,
3: $241,000. is sick.
1: Uh, also in that group, never told a lie. Honestly, tough day. Yeah, I think as, as Tron day. astutely pointed out on Twitter, haven't <laughs> seen an Abraham tested that way in many, many, many years. Yeah.
0: I, I, what was he? he? I think he had 256 into number 11. <laughs> like, oh, bud, that's, that's, that's tough. <laughs> it's going to be tough to keep that. Yeah, he he had tough. a pretty
3: good shot. But, I that, know.
0: Right? It's just, man, that's you're putting a lot of pressure on that's, yourself all day. That's <laughs> the ultimate
1: junior golf, like, I mean, like, watch Dustin, like, see what he's doing. Like, try to, you know, try to
3: maybe be more like that. It's like watching a really world-class version of your friend Will Grimmer. Yeah. where It's like, yeah, man, like, everything's got to go exactly perfect for me to even, you know, I got to make everything on the greens and all that. Uh, Leash, so, so stoked to see him out of the wilderness.
1: Yeah. No he, doubt. It, was, was, it was dark. dark place. Yeah. <laughs> like, not long ago.
2: Just a couple uh, months ago, three weeks ago, yeah, weeks ago, yeah, it was yeah. cool to see it click for him. Um, yeah, I mean that that's something that just Augusta does to the people that really like that golf course. You can show up with your golf game not totally there, and you can channel something there. I mean, there's something to Langer making the cut, Larry Mize, Mike Weir, those guys playing that golf course uh, periodically very well. That you know, like obviously the course still favors guys that hit it long, but it doesn't completely eliminate the shorter hitters from being able to, you know, play it well. Not the least as a shorter hitter. I'm just saying, speaking to the other guys. But. I've got
3: a big, big disappointment from the weekend.
2: Oh,
0: hit me. Can't lay. Oh, God. Very much so.
3: He started out, he was eight under through through two rounds, and then he shot 73-72 on the weekend.
2: I mean, I cur- I I made him one of my picks. I switched to picking him. I'm the I'm the cooler. Do you have any idea <laughs> how hard it was this year to, p- to have your major picks be Bryson, Bryson and DJ and go over 3? Like, That's tough. Truly truly a special year. That's in inspiring picks. stuff. <laughs> um I I I must say I did pick DJ last night to win. So oh, good stuff. That's
1: yeah. cool.
0: <laughs> that is cool.
2: Would you get a little nervous after the five? I got a uh, five. I came in with three runs, a three run lead, gave up two home runs, <laughs> and then l- stranded the bases loaded to get the save.
1: And the last guy lined out hard <laughs> to the shortstop, allowed out.
3: <laughs> um, I, I want to give a shout out to Chez.
1: Yeah, Neil top thirty. Th- th- that was Neil's request. So we, we, we tell Chez's story.
3: 71, 72, 72, 70. Minus three overall. Uh, just snuck inside the top 30. Tied with one Richard Flower.
1: Rick, <laughs> this was a question from uh, Mike Stone on Twitter. Not that Mike Stone, <laughs> a different Mike Stone. Favorite one,
3: one week in April,
1: although big week for Mike Stone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, favorite
2: synonym for mud ball this week. I, I think that's a runaway, oh, yeah. gotta be organic matter, yeah. right? Yeah, some earth on it though was like really set the set it rolling downhill. Um, they finally did say mud, <laughs> but they, they never didn't say said mud, mud ball. ball. I think yeah. they just threw their hands up after, yeah, after a while. guys, nothing
3: we could do well, about yeah. this. Well, uh, Trevor Immelman saying. The the patron
0: observation stands, <laughs> and like,
3: like know. what? They, Get they, out they, of here!
0: I know, God, they put so much effort into like trying to appease. I feel like they, like It's so weird.
3: DJ and I were talking about it the other night. I feel like they they kind of amped up the the ball washing and cheese dickiness like year over year. Like it's always been there, but there's more quantity of it now. That's so, what,
1: that's what I would think too. Is that there's there's just a little. Uh, we're, we're living in the age of content. Right. So I think it's just a volume game at this point. Whereas normally any Augusta stuff was kind of mostly coming from the telecast, a couple of like, you know, reporters and stuff. But now it's just everybody's got, it's just, con- it's a content deluge. Well, so I feel like you, you get so much more Augusta ball washing because of that.
0: And how fun is it with the juxtaposition now? Uh, and I don't mean to trivialize it, but with what they did with Lee Elder and, and Payne College, there were some articles about, like Augusta is maybe the most progressive body in golf. And then you flip on the telecast and the announcers, well, yeah, they aren't allowed to say this word. They they have to (laughs) call it this. They have to say that. And it's like, progress is slow, Randy, which is it right? How
3: bad does that make the USGA look? Hmm. that's yeah
1: anybody who's uttered that phrase that's a great point augusta might be the most progressive outlet in golf other
2: outlets i think that's a damn
0: that's maybe Maybe the biggest
2: damnation of the sport of golf yeah seriously which to your point tron i think i I think separating out cheese dickiness and ball washing is important because like i don't think augusta like (laughs) what define the terms counselor (laughs) i mean there's cheese dickiness from augusta out the ass, right? I mean, it's it's everything that goes with it. But it's That's the people that the, the butler cabin ceremony personified. The ball yeah. washing comes from the outside right. parties that are willing to True. like play ball with that, True. which like so to speak, the cheese dickiness <laughs> that comes with from Augusta. Like I get
3: that. I mean, but, they, but that even felt more amped up this year. where for sure. with all the we miss you guys, and then the painting oh. the curb or the cutting the grass with scissors or. Which it you know? was always going to be that, and lot. I get it. Like, <laughs> that's what I mean, that's it's con- like a salute that's... to craftsmanship or whatever they want to call mm. it, and all that. But it just feels like, like before, it was too cute. Now it's like way, way, way too yeah. cute.
1: I also, yeah, not, not to make a sweeping take, but please, I want to hear you. in sweeping hashtag tape. these COVID times. Uh, it's a little hard to take like Augusta National seriously. You know what I mean? Where it's like, dude, look around for the last fucking eight months, what's been going <laughs> yeah. on. Like, I don't care what you guys have to say. I really, I just, I don't, I, I don't have a capacity for it. Like, I'm worn out, man. I don't have the normal, the normal capacity to take on Augusta. And I feel like they've, Maybe even kept it at a similar level. Which, all it's right. It's like, dude, read the room a little bit, guys. The Lee
2: Elder thing, and I'm surprised. That was great. More... I, I yes. Separating okay. that. Yes, but to that, they are very much celebrating themselves on this. When like, let's rewind <laughs> and that we're celebrating that this was the first black guy that was able to play in the Masters in 1975. Like, I need some admitting of wrongdoing yeah. to celebrate this, right?
0: I wasn't born much longer after that. Right. Like, that's almost in my lifetime. Yeah. And they don't seem to... Like, You're this old. Is,
2: but I'm an old. <laughs> this is like, man, yeah, we scored two own goals on ourselves, and then we went and scored... <laughs> they had us in the first half, not going to lie. <laughs> and, and then we went and scored another goal on the other end. Like, we're still losing this battle. Like Not I,
3: only that, too, where, like, you go into Butler Cabin, and there's still a picture of, like, raging racist dickhead Clifford Roberts up on the wall right there. It's like, all right, cool. Like, it still feels a little hollow, guys.
0: Yeah, it, it's... Which again, when people are saying that's your most progressive body in the sport, is yeah. If I were at the USGA, I'd really be soul searching. Like, wow, how how did that narrative come to be? What have, what have we done? It's wrong? because it's
3: because Augusta doesn't make their volunteers pay. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'd to, is it accurate though? I mean, uh, I don't pretend to know the scope. I do say, I mean, like, dude, the, the, the
3: Augusta National uh, Women's honestly amateur, probably not the the Latin America and the Asia. Uh, Pacific Am, like, they've done, like, they're doing some great shit. I don't want to, yes. you know... Totally. Like, After you know, I undercut would,
2: many, that. many years yeah, of yeah, yeah. being pressured into doing it this. Does, and, I know we
1: joke about this all the time, but it does get lost, like, how, truly, how much money the PGA Tour injects into different kinds of charitable organizations as well. Like, yeah. that's not a small thing. The first tee, as much as you want to, you know, point, point fingers at it or find faults with it, I mean, is... We're talking like hundreds of millions of dollars that the PGA
2: Tour has, has pumped into that thing. So that's I'm saying I don't know the full scope of Augusta's charitable givings, but is this scholarship in honor of Lee Elder put it on par with? Right, that's other what I'm ones? saying. I yeah, would, I, I would say not. I yeah. would struggle. to I'm sure that their charitable elements are involved. I think I, Augusta's really good at PR. You know, and yes. they're, they're good at. They have a lot
1: of people willing to tell the story of like, hey, you know, th- th- I don't know. There's I mean, a-
0: shit, you just talked to a non golfer that funded a, is like keeping a whole golf program af- right. afloat. Right. With While he has a full time job. Too. Wally he has <laughs> a full time, like, it has nothing to do with professional golf, except he just enjoys it. And, like he's doing arguably like that's you can say his name. Okay. Yeah, you I mean you just talked to Steph Curry, which I think will be coming out next week. Stephen Curry. Step, yes. Okay. Uh <laughs> full government Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Curry. No, I just mean like god, he he just funded the whole Howard golf men uh men's golf team for what, 8 years or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> which is absurd. Yeah, he's not a <laughs> he's not involved in golf
2: in any way and so yeah
0: yeah i and i don't want to trivialize what augusta did because i i don't i don't think that's a good look but it yeah just like bringing some perspective to maybe
3: i will say i i do have hope over the next few years um that like i think the riddler fred ridley is a far better messenger and spokesperson for the club than yeah. like Billy Payne, who's a fucking. I was going to
2: say, Billy Payne has had the, you know, the 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 balls or the audacity to <laughs> what <a dick>. say <laughs> what he said about Tiger, and yeah. they've never had any inward reflection to say like we've made these mistakes in the past. Yes, like God, our hero, God, that the, that's oh. the worst. Our hero God, did not live up to his blah blah blah. Oh. I was like, guys, come
1: on here. And I, de- I'm guessing at an organization like Augusta National, it's almost a little similar to again to bring up the PGA Tour, like. There was a lot of institutional Tim Fincham stuff that can't change until you have a new leader, right? Yeah. Like, even though everybody knows it needs to change, everybody wants it to change, yada, yada, yada. And I think, you know, say what you will about Jay Monahan, but, like, he's been instrumental in doing a ton of different things. Like, talk to any player out on the PJ Tour, and we joke about this all the time, I've never heard anybody say a bad word about Jay, and I think... He's been so much more progressive than totally that organization has ever had. And I think Ridley's the same way. But the difference is – or not, not the difference. The similarities are Jay's also not going to go in on day one and be like, here's all the things we fucked up. Like, we really need to change this, this, and this. It's like, dude, it's you're not going to ever speak ill of – of any of these misters that came before you but like you've got to slowly start changing it and I think that's what we're seeing with say, with Ridley. I
3: think Ridley's doing that a hell of a lot yes. more quickly yeah. than Monahan, And, and he's right? got I, a
1: lot
2: smaller scope also. For sure. Again, I I celebrate the the movement that they currently have ongoing. It would be easier to praise it if it came with some of that. Even if but, it's unrealistic, if it came
1: with just an ounce of humility yes. or
2: like, you know, humbleness.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. And like going back to okay, so it's the like same I don't want to com- I like I, I hesitate to compare the two just because I know Jay has to report back to you know 100 and however many players and they run the show. You know? It's a player owned player mm. uh, exactly. player
0: owned organization. Um, what else? Well, what have we not do, covered? Let's Any do more coverage? Questions? Coverage?
3: <laughs> Lance Barrow. Do you
0: wanna do you wanna Peace. give him a a, a well, eulogy?
3: Well, I thought I thought at first that 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 Nance was. Coming at us <laughs> on, on his. Uh,
0: I did too. I had to kind of double take. So easy just to snipe these people from they're social media. Hard-working people. And so they're working so
3: hard. Working.
0: I just want to say this to Tron. <laughs> the they're
3: working so hard, and they don't even know what a hard camera is. <laughs> no, he said. Uh, I think it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen from Dustin Johnson. Right there, you get so many people that question what's inside players' hearts. It's so easy these days to post a thought or a comment on some site or social media. People feel good about themselves for trying to tear these talented people who work so hard, and the fire that's inside of him, you just saw it right there. That was a reflection of, on how much it meant and how hard he worked for it. Do
0: people do that to Dustin? I don't think so.
2: Is that a straw man?
1: I, I feel like dude, a Dude, there is a man.
2: huge amount of just people on Twitter that are those people that just harass people for performing bad. Of course. I don't think he's talking about media members. I don't think he's talking about, uh, you know, anyone with any real intelligence but there's a ton of people that sit at home that maybe watch not that much golf and just rip on people I think the two up. Dustin things I hear are like cocaine and he's
1: dumb
3: which, which first which of, of all the cocaine like, thing if is
1: listen if that's very warranted he was literally suspended <laughs> multiple times for, but, uh, for jet well, ski related yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> but also <laughs> but like, you know, like, but
3: also like don't like like the, the next you know four or five months like don't tweet at us like oh what's gonna be on the champion's dinner menu like Cocaine or something like that. Yeah, it's not funny. It's, yeah. it's not funny, right? Um, but also I do think Nance was was, was saying like like fuck you TC too. Like, you know, but then like Barrow I, I Barrow, like to think he was. Yeah. Yeah. I really like to Barrow think. Barrow went was. back the one the one tee shot we said it last night on the pod, say it again tonight, the one tee shot they showed all day on eighteen that didn't have Pro Tracer was Dustin's. It's like, what the fuck, man?
2: In in their defense. They also missed his approach and his walk coming up 18. So it's not just let It's not,
3: commercial let's not. Walk, coming up 18 in his walk from 11 to 12T. Like they they went to commercial at some of the most inopportune times and then had weird dead space to fill at other times. They did the the, the Faldo remembrance of, of his 30, you know, it's the 30th anniversary of his his, pl- his, his playoff against Raymond Floyd and then we're, we're going to get the whole thing all over again. In April, because it's gonna be the 25th anniversary of 1996,
2: and then we're gonna almost be starting right back up with 30th <laughs> it's anniversary. Of like it's it's
3: so self. It's just so like, th- like they're giving each other. They're they're giving themselves a hand job, constantly. <laughs>
2: it, it it comes with just a complete lack of respect for the viewer. Because I, I I talked about this before when I rewatched the 96 Masters, and they followed Norman coming from 11 green to 12 t, zoomed in on his face. Talked about it. Gave different perspective. What's going on in his head? You got to think about this shot. Blah, blah, blah. They went to commercial between 11 green and 12 tee. Come back and Dustin hits the green. There's no... You can't appreciate how great the shot was without setting it up, without building the drama, without like the suspense, moving to the edge of the couch. Like... You lose people when you go to commercial. You lose the flow, and, like, to do it in that moment it was just like, okay. I mean, I, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. It's just – but the complete lack of respect – I've lost my energy to get upset about it because it just doesn't surprise me anymore. Uh, to miss his walk coming up 18, I know there's no patrons there, but, like <laughs> – are you, like, it's just a, it's it's a complete, it's a parody of itself at this point. Like, is a complete joke.
0: I, I'm not mad. You're mad. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, no, not I'm mad.
2: really call not me, mad. mad. you I'm are. Not, I'm not mad. I'm are not you? mad. Like, it's, like, it, were you, surp- was I surprised? hundred percent. That would be on me if I was surprised.
3: There were several points today where you, I Randy. felt like I was watching a <laughs> scripted video game, too, where at one point, Abe answered, you know, missed a putt for par or for bogey, and I said it five seconds ahead of time. You know what? He's a talented young player. We're gonna see him again, and sure enough, I think Immelman was like, he's just a you know, we'll see him again in the Masters. He's a talented young young lad or something.
1: Can I balance the scales a little bit? The my group thing was phenomenal. That's not CBS. I know, but yeah, everybody's let's, gonna, let's everybody's, gonna everybody's gonna Everybody's gonna lump it together, though. I think.
3: All right. So before we get to that, I think the I think so, some of the drone shots were awesome. I didn't understand why they why we saw so many drone shots from behind, like from like over the par three course, looking back at um, whatever cabin that is there. It just didn't really yeah. Yeah.
0: Where Mister Roberts offed himself, (laughs) which people forget. Yeah, Um, a couple of times I thought you were flying the drone. It was like that (laughs) that was on a a cable. I think that That was a semi hard cam. I (laughs) was like, damn, TC might be flying that thing.
3: But even that one, like that one, didn't add anything. the the one The one super super cool one was the one behind uh, 15. fifteen. That was sick, that was awesome. Yeah, and I then, thought the
2: drone really added a, a whole. The, they had the best the best usage of drones that's been happening yeah. in any tournament. And I I don't know how they're doing it because I didn't hear one on a silent yeah. property. Didn't hear a buzz the whole time. I mean, I don't know if those are you know stealth unmanned Preda- aircraft, predator, predator drones, drones <laughs> that they're flying. I, they didn't have to use the function which was built into it, which just takes out unsu- like unwanted leaders out of off the leaderboard. <laughs>
0: those uh, are defense contractors. <laughs> but
2: no, it was that was a the best views, looks, contours. Uh, aside from the weird angle on nine, which didn't I like, kind of ruined the contour of that green. It was the best look at Augusta I think we've ever seen side angles on chips that we've never seen of uh, some of the mounds they had to yeah. deal with and 17 all that eight they did an awesome job with that I mean it was yeah eight that's was sweet that's what defines that golf course and they brought that to life better I mean I'm sure the
1: Four, lack of fans.
3: 14 they did a great job with that one that's yeah. one that you don't oh, really God, see at all this guy. goes
2: back
1: to my take uh, I don't know if I actually said this on the potter just while we were sitting downstairs I feel like fans slash patrons should be allowed Monday Tuesday Wednesday during the practice rounds not allowed Thursday Friday Saturday and then allowed back in on Sunday yeah I heard that take That was horrible <laughs> then I think you'd satisfy <laughs> everybody you for the that's record. a total yeah. compromise you'd get you, all yeah. these great angles but then you'd also get the roars on Sunday nah, give me the roars you'd get like the pretenders would get absolutely eviscerated by when the fans come back in on Sunday it'd be great
3: yeah the one on eight I think just, on, thinking, just think about it I thought about it on cam shot that was yeah, the one that was, where was awesome like, holy shit that yeah. was fantastic
2: I remember when we walked that, that course it was you couldn't get like a view a standing view of eight because of how big those mounds are mm-hmm. you absolutely yeah. couldn't see the hole or anything on that which kind of which was you stunning. need to be in the patron observation stand sorry yes, yeah. <laughs> you get a much better view
3: cam shot there too was like this his second shot in there was so close to being really really good yeah i mean he, he missed his spot by a foot and a half yeah. Um, uh, but yeah the the uh The the
1: online coverage was the best it's ever been. It was so freaking cool. And it just, it was so seamless. Like, no, no, uh, boot up time. No, like, that is a huge value. Yeah. It was a huge value. It was awesome. And the my group thing, I know it's, it's not, that's not how you're going to watch live golf, especially if, you know, for whatever reason you're poisoning yourself on Twitter all day and you're trying to be (laughs) up to the moment, uh, like all of us are. Uh, but it's a great way to catch up if you're out running errands and you're like, how did, you know, How did JT get to four under, like fire up JT and just watch all of his shots in a row? It was phenomenal. If I
2: can may give a shout out or a, a suggestion to the PGA Tour Live folks, it would be start the coverage like that. And in the when it starts up, whatever, say PGA Tour Live is brought to you by FedEx and put a graphic up there while you're showing play. Rather than every time I boot it up, if I have to exit the window for whatever reason and then come back into it, I gotta watch the same thing again.
3: It'll generate a hell of a lot more goodwill towards FedEx.
2: Hundred percent. Like I will give a free FedEx Cup shout out every time that happens. But like that gets people in and out. I guess not you don't want people out, but like that brings you right back in. That barrier to get in is so small. And that sounds petty and, and, and minuscule, but it is vital to the viewing experience.
3: Offering up all the all the highlights the way they did, instead of, you know, like Offering you highlights instead of shot tracker right off the top. Yeah. On the app or, or on the website was awesome. Where like Well
1: that was the other cool thing about the My Group thing too is when your favorite players run out, they're still rolling in, like, oh by the way, wanna make sure you weren't gonna miss this one. This was really cool. This guy hold this bunker shot or this leader did this. It was it was
3: awesome. And the fact that they do this, I know it's a once a year tournament, but also the fact that they've like generated this software or whatever their algorithms are, all this technology that's gone towards this and the PGA Tour, like this, is what they do: fifty-two weeks a year, and they can't, and they can't do anything even remotely close to this.
2: I thought about that, and I wonder if I can't figure out if that works as a positive for the tour or a negative, I think it's like both having to pick it up so and move costly it. Too. Yeah, so I'm with you there. I still want the my shot thing to be look. If I want to walk, watch Max Homer walk between shots, I want to be able to do that. Like somebody is shooting these things. Like let me have an option where I'm. I don't want to catch up his shots on, on, you know, on delay. Like, let me have a camera going where I'm just, like, following him around. That would be, like, the true value of it, I would think. Yeah, that's
1: tough. That's a lot of cameras.
2: It is. <laughs> uh, it, you can go dark in between, but, like, it, there's every one of his shots is being filmed, right? So but that's what I mean. It's like when you do go dark in between, like, I, what
3: do you that do? would it'd yeah. be a clusterfuck. Right. I would think. But well, that it's going would to be jittery the guy walking yeah. all the way. Yeah. Sure,
2: regardless yeah. of that, you get to watch every shot live, right? Which like yeah. you couldn't even do that with the leaders today. Which That was weird. First couple yeah, yeah. holes, which that sucks. Like yeah. I I want The, the one
3: timing of... was bizarre when they yeah. like just started when the leaders go off, right? Yeah.
2: That was a little confusing. But that's a tradition unlike any other. They're getting it seems like we're just inching more and more towards that, you know, a full round is going to be going to be viewable. I'm sure pandemic had something to do with it cuz They've eventually gotten to where you actually watch the leaders tee off on yeah. Sunday. But this, I would
3: say, weird. in this regard, they are the most progressive force in golf. Like they're forcing, oh, yeah. you know. And, and I know the tour well, it probably team, runs at
1: a massive loss, also. Oh,
3: for sure. And I'm sure you know IBM's basically fronting everything for this. But I'm sure also, like, you know, I want to give the tour the benefit of the doubt. It sounded like they had something like this cooked up for the players. But but even the tour, like, I there's no way it's going to be as clean and uncluttered as this. Like they're going to make us work for it, and they're going to throw <laughs> all sorts of really poorly produced commercials in front of stuff and
1: it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens with i know we have said this a bunch but it'd be interesting to see what happens with the gambling stuff we have all these alternate feeds and the telecast and how are the betting like the all these live betting lines gonna move and all that stuff I'm, we talked I'm about curious that a little, that little bit goes. With,
3: with like cbs where like when they're showing stuff on tape delay a lot and like how you know how how does that work with betting which yeah. i
1: guess it would It yeah i don't know i guess it would just all run off the data feeds Right, So then yeah. it's kind of the onus is on the better, I guess, to find the most up-to-date information before you bet whether someone's going to hit the green or not. Sounds like
2: an arbitrage opportunity. Yeah,
0: exactly. It does. Yeah. I, I want to give a
2: shout-out to the camera cameramen that were overheard very frequently on a lot of those clips. <laughs> that when DJ hit that shot in it too, it's like, oh, fuck, you already hit. <laughs> I'd like to
1: just give a big shout-out to the F-word because it was all over yeah. the live streaming. But bit. I think everyone
2: pictures everyone in any kind of position of power in any way as like... You know, a puppet controlling the strings like Augusta, like complete geniuses, just absolutely spread out everywhere, and every single thing has been thought of. And then you hear some of the people over, <laughs> is that Fitzpatrick that just hit? <laughs> Who just hit that one? And to hear some of that was actually really, really refreshing. But um, what's next? What do what we leave on the table here? Um, do we have to pick the April winner? <laughs> I already,
1: I, my pick is in. The pick is locked. The big golfer.
3: I'm going with Dustin back to back.
0: I'll take Rory at this point. I'm probably gonna despite go. the fact that he's dead. Yeah, which is interesting. <laughs> which is very interesting. I haven't thought through all the <laughs> all of that yet, yeah, but yeah. I'm yeah. gonna I'm
2: gonna go big golfer, I think. Hell yeah. That's right. ride guys, Welcome. I said I, I, I think I said he's gonna win one of the next two, so I gotta go with him for that one.
1: The only other thing, speaking of, of betting, uh Randy, I was a little disappointed. I trust your model implicitly, oh, right. which is who it's a home game for. And now all all we're hearing on the weekend is how close Dustin Johnson grew up to
0: Augusta National. Well, what I want to tell you is this, and I'm, I'm just very curious how you didn't pick that up. Well, and that's I, I, there's good news and bad news, and the bad news is as a as a as a data man myself, I got to be better. The good news is the the data itself is beautiful. <laughs> it, it absolutely the home game factor proves once again <laughs> it, it is the strongest. It, it is the strongest force in golf. The mistake was mine, and and to err is is to be human, and so that's on me. I got to be better. Very interested. With uh, we're going to Sea Island this week. The, the, kind of the a... data, the model might be completely it might glitch out. <laughs> well, such that, a home game, I'm calling all my people. I got to make sure Harris is still <laughs> flushing the ball. There's a lot going on this it's week. It's kind
3: of bizarro Hilton Head week. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's very, very, very
3: similar. I'm, vibes. And I'm curious to see. I know uh, I doubt we'll see it at all if. Or much, if if at all, on, on on TV. But they're playing the new plantation course again, and mm-hmm. then, uh, um, you know, my guy Tyler Duncan on my FedEx Cup teams defending. Hmm. I, think, I think it's the first time that you know, in, in, anybody on a FedEx Cup has defended.
1: I don't think um, Lanto it's Griffin accurate at all. Defended Adam Long, Cameron Champ. <laughs> That, that's a very, very, very bad take. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen,
4: listen. No,
3: like, Do while, you want to apologize while, for that take? While they're still on the team, I guess Lonto <laughs> was, Yeah. But it doesn't count because Lonto, like, it was a different course. Okay, that makes Lonto
2: sense. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to this this tweet from at Uh He says, paraphrasing, Dottie, it's downwind. Nick, the clouds up there are moving left to right. Dotty, the grass I threw up in the air moved forward. Then P says, Nick sucks. <laughs> All right, I think that brings it to a wrap. Uh, that's close to close to five hours of podcasting. I think more than that actually for us this week. Uh, that's all the takes I got. That's all the Masters takes I got. I thank I've,
3: you to Elijah Craig.
2: Thank you to Elijah Craig. Uh, thank you to everyone that tuned into the live shows, the pods, interacted on Twitter, and had a fun, uh, weird November Masters that definitely didn't feel like the real thing, but uh, it was better than no Masters. I think we can definitively yes. say. Shout out to the AP on that one. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, Cheers! Thank you for tuning in
0: back home. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yes. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him?
1: That is better than most. Better than most. Expect.